everyone. Welcome to So Good Sisterhood. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood is a podcast that is all about investing in every girl from every generation. It's this opportunity to have relevant conversations every single month about living intentionally, leading confidently, and loving generously. And hopefully it will leave you saying, that was so good. Well, welcome everyone to episode one of our So Good Sisterhood podcast. I'm here today with my good friend, Carissa Robinson. She's married to Cole Robinson, and together they pastor our downtown West Palm Beach Christ Fellowship campus. She's a mom to Nyla, and she looks after all of our young adults ministries here at the church, and she's on our Christ Fellowship Sisterhood team. And Carissa, I am so excited that today is the day that we're launching our first ever podcast because we've been praying about this for a long time. That's right. We have. We are so excited for this podcast to be dropping. We really have a lot in store. There's yeah. a lot ahead in the coming days, and we're so glad that you guys are listening in on these conversations. And Julie, you are going to be hosting this podcast, and and, and you're actually going to be doing the interview most right. times. We've got lots of guests lined up that you're going to be talking with and hearing from. But today, we decided we were going to flip the script a little bit okay. and interview you. We want to hear from you today. But before we get too, uh, too far in the podcast, we've got to talk about why you named the podcast So Good Sisterhood Podcast. Well, Chris, I think you probably know the answer to that question, okay, but I will I let everybody else in on it. Um, but if you hang out with me for any length of time, like meaning over an hour, you will probably hear me say that phrase. Yeah. So good, right? Yep. And, you know, it's when Todd might be preaching his message on the platform and he says something really good and I'm like, that's so good. Or we're in a team meeting and someone brings up a, a good idea and I'm like, that's that's just so good. It's, it's my way of being affirming without interrupting, right? Yeah. And, you know, I had no idea how often I said this phrase until I saw that um, our creative team had come up with a little meme of me with a text bubble that says, so good. No. And then I remember being in a, a creative meeting for our sisterhood event and one of our sisterhood nights, and someone came up with this idea of, hey, why don't we do the so good sisterhood news? And I'm like, why would we do that? You know, what, what's that all about? And they, <laughs> like, they, they looked at me like, well, because you say so good all the time. And so I realized that I didn't even know how often I was saying it, but I guess I say it quite a bit. And yep. I think in 2020, I said so good so many more times than ever before because things just weren't so good. Right. Right. That things felt so bad. And I think it was just my way of reminding myself when everything around us was not so good, that it was my way of encouraging myself and everyone around me that even when things look bad, we have a really good God that wants to do yeah. good things. You know, there's this verse in Psalm 34, 8. So I actually have scriptural support <laughs> for my phrase. It, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I love that because this, this really, these conversations are all about calling out God's goodness so we can experience His greatness in our everyday lives, in our leadership, and in our relationships. That is so good. I love it. <laughs> and that is so good to know because this is what the podcast is called right. the So Good Sister Podcast. It's going to be filled with lots of so good 
conversations, and I am excited. You know, Pastor Julie, I kind of grew up around here, and growing up here from 19 to to 27, I am now. I've heard you say so good a few times, a few times. (laughs) No, but growing up here, I've had lots of opportunities for growth. I've had lots of change in my life. I mean, you've seen me in a lot of different seasons, shapes, and sizes, and styles. (laughs) I've made lots of mistakes, but I've always been given the space and the grace to grow, you know, not always without consequence. And coaching, of course, there's been a few moments like that, but always with love and trust Mm -hmm. and and covering from you. And, And I think that's one of the things I love and appreciate about you so much is that you have a heart for every girl just like that. You love them, you you care about them, and you really love seeing girls step into the God call on their life. And and it's it's shown not just true in my life, but really the lives of so many girls across our church and beyond the walls of our church. And so I would love for you to just tell us a little bit more about your heart for sisterhood and where it all began. Yeah, I love that. There's no greater joy than to be a part of investing in your generation and even the generation ahead of me to be able to help girls step into their potential. You know, when Christ Fellowship started 35 years ago, I was a very single college freshman. So don't do the math and try to figure out how old I am right now. But, you know, it started in the living room of Pastor Tom and Donna Mullins. So if that name sounds familiar, they later became my in-laws. But I remember that Donna, from the very beginning, she started gathering and investing in women so that they could grow deep in their faith, and they could connect in really life-giving community. And she created this space where an 18-year-old girl like me could rub shoulders with amazing women like her who are much further down the road. And so much of who we are and what we do as a sisterhood today is really built on that foundation. But, you know, over the years as the church expanded and grew into several campus locations, and at the same time, culture has become so much more busy, it just became obvious to us that it's almost impossible to gather every woman that calls Christ Fellowship her home to get together every single week. And at the same time, as Todd and I were stepping into senior leadership here at the church, God began to put a passion in my heart for the girls of this house and really placed this unique, specific word on my heart for all the girls of the church, not just the ones that could meet together on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning Bible study. I began to feel this like spiritual responsibility for for all the girls. You know, the the girls that were serving in children's ministry and on our welcome teams. I wanted them to know just how valuable that they were and that what they're doing is really making a difference. I think about our high school girls and college girls. I wanted them to know their value and their worth and and that they were created on purpose and for a purpose. And I didn't want them to miss out on this full, abundant life that God had for them because they were getting caught in the trapping of this culture. You know, I felt a responsibility for the young moms that are just trying to figure out motherhood in this Instagram world, and I wanted them to know that that you don't have to live in this cycle of insecurity. I felt a responsibility for the girl working and leading in the workplace, that she would feel equipped and empowered to live out her calling. And so when I started thinking about all these girls, I started asking myself these questions, and then I started asking some other leaders around me the same questions. You know, what if every girl that called Christ Fellowship her home knew that they were a part of something bigger? 
And what if we could equip them to walk confidently in that calling, knowing their true identity and that the truest thing about them was what God said about them? And what if we could inspire them to get connected in a life-giving community with other women that would cheer them on and call them up? And what if the outflow of that would be that, that we would become this collective force for change, that God could maybe use us to make a difference in women's lives that have been forgotten or marginalized here locally and around the world. And what I started thinking about was, you know, what if we could build this confident, connected collective of women committed to each other and championing each other's kingdom potential? And when, when I started asking myself all of these questions, I knew that, that not everyone that we wanted to reach could come to us, so we would have to go to them. So that, that's what we're talking about, you know, that, that, this, that this culture is so much more than a ministry. It's really a movement, something that moves beyond a, a specific time, a place, and extends to every generation. And, and after a lot of conversation and brainstorm, you know, we knew that we needed to call this sisterhood because that would include every girl, every background, every generation. And it would connect us with other girls across the globe that are building the same kind of life-giving community. So if you're listening today, I just want you to know that you belong here. There's no initiation. There's no requirement. Sisterhood is a family. And when the family shows up for family gatherings and starts talking about what's going on in the family, that's when the fun begins. And that's what really this whole podcast is all about. I love that. And that, that was a mouthful, right? I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> a long answer to that question. But it's the, really the, the history of sisterhood, yeah. and, it's, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. And I love that you said it's, it's more than a ministry. It really is a movement of yeah. girls mm-hmm. and of all ages, all generations, all girls. And, and it's a great invitation for every girl to be a part of. It's so beautiful. And it's really amazing to see the impact that Miss Donna and you have had over the years in the lives of so many girls, not just at Christ Fellowship, but even beyond Christ Fellowship mm-hmm. in the global church. And I, I think there are many of us who look at your life and look at Miss Donna's life and, and where you're at today and aspire to live out the God calling on, on their life too. And, and maybe that looks like ministry, maybe it looks like leadership or, or in our career, just as a mom doing it and l- trying to live this out. What would you tell the girl that's listening that that wants to walk boldly in her identity as God's daughter and really wants to make a difference with her life, but she's just not feeling confident right now? Wow, that's such a great question. It's real. It's it's real. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and I just want you to know that I've gotten it wrong just as many times <laughs> as I've gotten it right. But you know, I'm I'm 55 this year and um, and a little bit further down the road, and so you know, I I think I was I was thinking Carissa a while back. Um, I was at a very special high school graduation, and there was actually one graduate in the class. And it was a girl that was graduating from our Hope House, which is our program that rescues girls out of the horrific abuse of human trafficking. And this girl came to us three years prior, and I remember the day that she walked through the doors, just how broken and, and how far she had to go. And here I was standing at her high school graduation, and she was giving her, her valedictorian address um, because she 
she was. She was the smartest one in the class. And she was so confident, ready to step into what God had for her next. And I remember just being overwhelmed and overcome that I actually was able to be a part of her story. And when I got in the car that night, I literally just began to weep. And I was, first of all, just thanking God for the 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 part I was able to play in her story, but also just overwhelmed. And, and I asked God the question, I said, God, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. You know, how did I get to the place where you were able to use me in this amazing story? And then I started thinking about, you know, the the different lives that I've been able to be a part, the life change I've been able to be a part of, being a part of a, a life-giving church at Christ Fellowship and the salvations and and the the privilege to invest in the lives of other people. And as soon as I asked that question, how did I get here? The Holy Spirit brought me back to this moment when I was 18 years old and I took a small step into a small church and it was a it was it was a small church called Christ Fellowship yeah. and I had no idea that that small step would mark every step of my life. See, I, I walked in and I had a lot of passion, I had a lot of energy, but I didn't have a whole lot of wisdom or maturity. And so that small step put me in position next to amazing visionary leaders full of integrity. And that, that small step has marked every step of my journey. And I, I tell people all the time that the small steps you take today will determine the big stories that you tell tomorrow. And that small step... the brought me into places that gave me opportunity. You know, opportunity comes in proximity of God's presence and God's people. Right. And you know, when I, I think about that that small step, I guess I would just ask, you know, our listeners that what small step do you need to take today to put yourself in position for God to give you the opportunity to step into your potential. It might be that Love small it. step to to get into some life-giving community with some girls around you that are going to call out and build into your kingdom potential. It might be that small step of, of waking up 15 minutes earlier just to get into God's work, to position yourself to be used by Him, or a small step to just make sure consistently you're getting into the presence of God with the people of God. You know, I, I say all the time that... Um, that our destiny, sometimes we look at that word destiny, we think, oh, it's such a mystery. It sounds yeah. like such a mysterious word. What's my destiny? Right. But for better or worse, our destiny is really determined by the decisions we make and the steps that we take. Destiny is not really a mystery. I say all the time that our destiny is going to be determined by the commitments that we make and the steps that we take to fulfill those commitments. Wow. So I would just, you know, just encourage anyone to, to be committed and, and to take a step in the right direction. I love that. Though that is powerful. And and I love that so many of our listeners today are taking a small step to really grow because that's really our hope for this mm-hmm. podcast that it wouldn't be just something you listen to, right. but that this would actually be a, a helpful tool in your life and your leadership. And so you can expect this podcast, So Good Sisterhood podcast to drop twice a month. We'll have some amazing voices coming your way. We've got Pastor Todd Mullins. Yeah. You know that guy. Yeah, right? I know. 
know him. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Pastor Christine Kane. Yes. She's going to be on the podcast and so many other amazing voices that we can't wait for you guys to listen to. But Pastor Julie, you always remind us that our God is a speaking God, that yeah. we need to work for the whisper, right? <laughs> we need to listen for His voice. And He is the God that is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the ancient of days. He's always doing a new thing, and, and He always has a now word mm. for each of us. And so at the end of every podcast, Julie, you are going to be asking our guests what the now word is for them, what God is speaking to them. But today, I want to ask you, okay. what's the now word? What is the word that God is speaking to you? That's awesome. And I'm, I think I'm going to flip the script here in a little bit, and I'm going to okay. ask you the same question, so get ready. Okay. You know, a few weeks back, I shared a message in our sermon series called Mind Games. And one of the things that God has been speaking to me so clearly coming out of 2020, and then just the challenging seasons that that we've all kind of been walking through together. And the word that he's really given me is found in the book of Joshua. And it says this, it says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And I think it's really important you know, to look at that word only. It's only when we meditate on God's word day and night. And that sounds like a tall order, right? But I, I used to think that, that meditation was pretty mystical. But I really believe that meditation, the way God intended it was that it would be practical. And for me, I'm learning how to meditate on scripture by thinking about what it means, writing it down, and then repeating it until I believe it. And wow. if you heard my message, which I'm actually going to put the message in the um, the show notes today, so there's a link to the message there. But I talked a little bit about the way that I meditate on Scripture in the morning and in the evening is to really have these daily declarations. And it's the way that I am able to intentionally order my life at the beginning of the day, intentionally putting myself in a position where the first things that I say in the morning are going to set the direction for the rest of the day. And I, I'm just going to say a couple of them, and I'll also put these in the show notes, is that you know every day, at the beginning of the day, setting the tone that Jesus, you are first in my life. I exist to serve and glorify you. You are for me, and you want me to flourish. And the second declaration is, I am disciplined, and I order my life to grow closer to Him. And I, I shared this one with the church because, let's face it, 2020 was hard on relationships. Yeah. So I knew that I needed this one, that I love my husband. <laughs> I will honor him. By the way, I look at him. That's a challenge sometimes. Yeah. Talk to him and talk to others about him. I will make him glad that he married me. And then because relationships can be challenging sometimes, I say this, you know, because God's Spirit is in me, I will love people without reserve and believe the best about them. I do not have to fear rejection. And this is just one way of practically meditating on God's Word. So Carissa, yeah. I'm going to turn the table here. So what is the now word that you have? All right, before I share that, before I share that, I think you forgot to mention one of your more recent declarations that I actually gave to you to start reciting. Yes, you, you actually everyone. did give me a declaration because I was sharing with you that whenever I prepare messages, I get so far down the theological rabbit hole yeah. and I just get really, really intense <laughs> and I actually lose 
my sense of humor. Yeah. Like, I think I'm a, you know, somewhat funny person. Yeah, I would <laughs> say then, so. But then when I start studying, getting ready for a message, it's always like, it's so serious. Yeah. And so you gave me a declaration. And I, now right. I look in the mirror and I say to myself, I am funny. <laughs> I'm a funny person. I just have to remember to put that somewhere in my sermon notes. But. I love that. You just, the top of your sermon notes, I am funny. I, That's a powerful declaration. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll work for me. So we'll know next it. time I preach, right? So, I love it. Okay. So it. jump in with your now word. Oh man. Well, thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I, um, as a young leader, I have seen God really accelerate me into areas of leadership just at an early age. And like like I said earlier, I've been serving here alongside you guys at church since I was 19 years old. Wow. And I've got, I got married pretty young. I uh, stepped into leadership roles really early on in my life. I became a mom pretty early. Um, a lot of my life came kind of fast. And I know for some people listening, that might actually really annoy you <laughs> because <laughs> there are some people waiting on God for some of these things to happen in their life. And and some of you might might feel quite the opposite. You might feel mm. like God's moved a little slow in your life. Um, but but hear me out for a minute because not everything in my life has come really fast. There's actually one specific area of my life that I've been waiting for God to move on in in just the last three years. And because so much of my life has come fast, I haven't really been equipped to really persevere through this specific area of my life mm. that I've been waiting on God in. And, you know, we all know leadership is a microscope for our weaknesses, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. when we step into more influence and more leadership, the gaps and the weaknesses in our life just become really obvious and evident, right? To us and to everybody else around <laughs> us. And, you know, just by sheer age and life experience, I have a handful of gaps and and just areas that I need God to grow me in. So the last couple of years, the gap of perseverance mm-hmm. and long suffering was a really obvious gap and weakness in my life. And it made me worried about how God was going to st- sustain me in my life and in my leadership to to really make it through the long haul, right? I'm so young. I've got a long way to go. And, and I want to make it out yeah. on the other side, loving my family well, loving Jesus more. And I, and I was just worried about that. But over the last three years, I've prayed for one specific thing that God just hasn't done yet. And I've prayed and I've cried and I've wrestled it down and I've pushed through this really difficult situation in my life. And the other day, things actually got extra hard in this situation. And and I felt like God reminded me of His goodness the other day, that we often think of God's goodness as as when He, when he comes through for us, right? When He shows up yeah. and, and He does the thing that we've been praying for, or when He answers the prayer or, or blesses us with something. But I believe in this season of my life, the most evident way I've seen God show His goodness in my life is Him growing me through the hard things, right? Mm-hmm. To f- filling the gaps in my character that I needed filled. Not not withholding things from me, but using the waiting season to sustain me through every season of my life. And, you know, God's goodness is, is more than just the things that He does for us, more than just the good things He does for us, right? right? It's, it's also the power He has to make the hard and painful things in our life develop and grow us right where we need it most. So mm-hmm. that's really what God has been working on in me this last season. 
Wow, that's a lot of wisdom for 27-year-olds. So <laughs> that's amazing. That really is so good. And I am not just saying that, right? Um, but Carissa, thank, thank you, you for sharing that. And I really believe that, you know, the, that growing in the word, like what you just shared, you know, growing even in the word of, of perseverance and, and long-suffering and seeking the word out is part of living intentionally. I think that you know, the way that, that you just expressed that, living in the word and, and seeking the word, even in hard times, is really so much about what we want to communicate through our times together and our conversations. You know, this is all about living intentionally, right? And then leading confidently and loving generously. And I cannot wait to connect over the next few months and have a lot more of these conversations. So, so Carissa, I think for episode one, it's been so good. It's been so good. And that's a wrap. Love it. We're so glad you joined us today for the So Good Sisterhood podcast. For additional resources and show notes from today's episode, check out our website, SoGoodSisterhood.com. Remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but He's always doing a new thing. What step are you going to take today so you don't miss out on it? If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend or just leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good.